tuned in to Quirky Combos with Christina, where you get my take on life. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Quirky Combos. I'm your host, Christina, and I have my husband here joining us today. Hey. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> so we're joining you from Los Angeles, California. We are coming to you from a bunk bed in K-Town. Uh, what's K-Town? K-Town is Koreatown, um, little outside of downtown. It is a rich culturally rich location and i have really enjoyed my stay here so far same here um food's great bought a lot of random little little things from the market like uh a carrot pen it's a pen that looks like a carrot Mm -hmm. and then kind of like a hatchimal but so this is a different thing we found. We found an egg that's like an hatchimal, but it has to go in water for 24 hours, and then a dinosaur hatches out of it. Better than a hatchimal, I think. Yeah. So that should be fun. That's for mm-hmm. my sister, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to our next talking point. What's that? Well, since our last podcast, we had quite a bit of feedback, a lot of positive feedback, um, and we also had some really interesting requests. So I'm starting a segment called Inbox. The name might change, but the concept will pretty much stay the same. So Inbox is requests I've gotten, feedback I've gotten. I'll give you guys an update with it. One of the requests I got was from my mom. (laughs) Her request was to talk about things that she can relate to I guess I don't know what the heck she wants to hear but um, her request was babysitting and she actually gave me a four-star review because <laughs> because um, she wants to hear more about that kind of stuff so I'll, I'll throw it in there today yeah I mean she should have given you a five because she should support her daughter but you know she had a good point though she said she gave me four stars because She's probably going to give you, like, two now that I said this. In the, nah. Yeah. It's it's there. It lives forever, I think. But she, she gave me four because she said, why, if she gave me five, what would I strive for? So, good parenting on her end, I guess. Um, so, anyways, Mom, this segment, this part of the segment's for you. Um, request about babysitting. So, just so you guys know, I'm the oldest of five kids. The biggest age difference between myself and my youngest sibling is 29 years. That's correct. 29. Two nine years. One less than 30. My mom's crazy. She's starting over. And she has me, my brother who's in his, going into his second year of college, my sister, my little sister, Nadine, she's in high school, and then the littlest who is going to be four. So there's all of us. So anyways, babysitting is something that I am totally used to and I absolutely love. And it's probably one of the reasons why I have held off on having my own kids. Because I know the behind the scenes that goes into it and I don't want that life right now. You would be an amazing mother though because you take care of those kids pretty well. Aww. You'd be a great dad. So this past weekend, we were watching my little sister, Sophia, 
she's hilarious and daniel's a natural like it's really cute to see you with her no I, yeah i come on i left the dogs out in the heat and they almost died he did almost kill my chihuahuas but they were only outside for 30 minutes false it takes it takes 15 minutes to get to where you were from the house you worked out you waited for me and then 15 minutes back so it was okay how long did you work out for 30 minutes <laughs> okay that <laughs> well, already okay, with drive time minutes <gasps> whatever but i mean mata was fine it's because choco's overweight she is she's overweight you shouldn't have left her outside okay anyway they're alive they're, they're alive. alive thank god we had to throw her in the bath and like water her down and it took her an hour to stop panting but she's alive and well he's a lot better with kids though i think okay you're a great dog dad too it only took Mata six days to love you. I put it on my calendar. Um, oh, yeah, we have two chihuahuas, and they're going to be 12 years old this year. And so you've been a pretty good dog dad for the last, like, three-plus years. I know. Better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's for sure true. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, babysitting. It's a lot of fun. I have a lot of... Uh, it's not even babysitting. I mean, they're my siblings, so most of the time I've lived with them. Um, but yeah, uh, what else about it? I don't know. Um, Margaret, five stars next time, okay? Okay, here's another thing that I want to talk about, because every time I do have people in my car, what? I realize that it is small AF. Yeah, speaking of your little sister, there's a baby seat that uh, barely fits. Okay, so I have a Mini Cooper. It's a four-door. It's adorable. And I went through this phase of, they're not my kids. I won't have them in my car. So I bought a little car. Well, um, family never goes away. And they will always somehow make their way into your car. So I do have my own car seat for Sophia because she's with me quite a bit. And I did have to find a special car seat that would fit in the back seat of a Mini Cooper. But now that she's, like, getting taller, her feet are, they're so long, there's no room in the back seat. And then my brother was ginormous, so he's, like, almost six feet. You're six two. You don't fit in the back. I barely fit in the back. I'm, like, what, like, five two? You fit in the back perfect. Well, not when you're driving, though, because you have to be more back. Anyways, point of the car, point of the thing, story is is that my car is really really small and if you have a family you probably shouldn't have a small car. I'm pretty sure that's like pretty evident, but um that's an issue that I have. And if you're 62, you shouldn't drive a Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah, cuz you'll make a lot of noises like Ugh, I mean, I love uh, the car. It's like it handles well. It's got balls, but like my problem is getting in and out of the car like it, it I mean, at what hell am I now? Thirty-four. At thirty-four mm-hmm. years old, it's really hard to get out of that car. I mean, my <laughs> legs hurt, my back hurts. It's like it takes me like probably like five minutes to get out, and I have to like really like focus my energy oh, to like get out. And then <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I love the car. Yeah, it's a cute little car. In and out, <clears throat> I think I'll definitely get something bigger the next time. I might go back to like Volkswagen. No terrible customer service and they screwed you over with the last car yeah mine was part of that um the tdi diesel recall thing so we'll just get a tesla 
No. Okay. We'll just not get a car and we'll ride those city bikes everywhere. Mm, not. No. Okay. It's too bad. Ugh. Anyways. Um, okay. So next question I got in my inbox is why is your username baby bok choy? Do you want to answer this one? Why my username on Insta is baby bok choy? Okay, so I made up that name because Daniel calls me his baby bok choy. <laughs> so we were cooking one of those like meal prep boxes and we were making this dinner that had little baby bok choys that were like sauteed in like an, a glaze. And I've never seen a baby bok choy and neither had you seen one before? Yeah. Oh, and he's like, they're so cute, just like Not you. One that small. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, so I'm cute like a baby bok choy, so there is my name. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, and remember, um, I, on your birthday card that I gave you, oh, I, I drew a picture of a baby bok choy with the face on it. Yes, I still have that it. That was your face. <laughs> it's so cute. So, that's my name um, for my social. What is it? X baby yeah. bok choy. X. X. X baby bok choy X. The X is because of, I don't know. It looked cute like that. <laughs> it's because she comes from a, the hardcore, straight edge scene back in the day, listening to metal and screamo. That's true. I was straight edge until I was twenty one. <laughs> it's true. I didn't. I never drank or anything until I was twenty one. Sad. No, I think that's. It was awesome. Okay, it's great. All right. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, oh yeah, the next thing that oh, wait, came be- from our inbox. Before, just want to get this out of the way. Um, had some feedback. Can I say his name? Oh sure. Because he might be a guest. No, he he. Um, his name is. I won't say. You can say his name. His name is Phil. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Philip because I know he doesn't like that. It's really gonna piss him off. But I had feedback from Phil. And he said that I was an Eeyore on the show. So, you know what? I'm not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was. But, hey, you know what? I think that we, me and Christina balance each other off. And, you know, I can be an Eeyore here and there. But um, it was an exhausting weekend for me. And, and uh, we did record that, like, at 1 in the morning. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Phil... We might have you as a guest on the next show. So, <laughs> so that would be exciting. Yep. All right. So got that out of the way. That's out of the way. He's been wanting to say that since our last podcast. Um, so that's the inbox. What's this? Mm, oh, so I want to do this segment called Tea Time. No, I was talking about the one above. How, how we... Oh, oh, oh. That was because because people said I was mean to you. Oh, yeah, so... I mean, I guess that explains why I was an Eeyore. I mean, I was trying to, like, defend myself. Oh, come on. <laughs> Ugh. People said that I was kind of mean to Daniel on the last podcast. I don't think so. I mean, it, you would put me in, like... Um, you would ask some questions or throw me under the bus. So, <laughs> and I would have to defend myself. So I think that explains why I was a little bit negative. I'm like, hey, man, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Like, you know, but whatever. Okay, so anyways, we did say, we 
on our last podcast, we talked about La Chuparia. Oh, we did. We did. Because okay. that was one of our places we wanted to come to. We did go to La Chuparia yesterday for dinner. And we took a different approach this time. We only ordered one michelada. Mm-hmm. And we shared it. And then Daniel only ate... Only? How many? I ate six tacos. Okay, he only ate like six street, tacos. Maybe street tacos. But Last before... Last time I ate eight. I no, you ate nine because I couldn't finish all of mine. I probably did. And they were good. I and... Uh-huh. So this time we cut back. So he ate six tacos. I ate four tacos. You tried to eat my fifth one. I did try to eat his fifth one oh, because we hadn't one. eaten all day and I was starving. But I ate four tacos and I doused them in this chili. I like how, wait, first, I like how we I order six tacos. I tell the guy and then you're like, I want four. And then when they serve them, they, they screwed up and they put like five on each plate. <laughs> and then we're eating them and then you're, I'm about to eat my like six taco. And you're like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, like, you ordered four tacos. You tried to, like, trick me. I did try to trick him. But they messed up my game because they put, they put five al pastor and five carne asada. And I had ordered, like, four, no, two and two. But they put them on each plate. So it messed me up. I don't think our listeners know what al pastor is. Oh, do you want to explain that? I don't even know if I know what it is, but it's good. It's, like, slow roasted pork is it pork Mm -hmm. but i like it with like a lot of seasonings a lot of seasoning and like they they marinate it with like pieces of pineapple so it's got like a a very very strong taste and and it's very tender like it just falls apart it's so good oh my god if you ever go like find a good mexican restaurant try el pastor but wait hold on i do have to caution everyone some places it is they don't cook it right or they don't cook it enough that which is scary because it's pork or it is so oily Uh, it's not good and i've had it both ways but the one here at la chuparia it's almost it's like dry like not dry it's a it's not oily and i love it it's all probably all the fat juices from the pork Mm. i don't know whatever so good so anyways we did go there yesterday and we checked that off the list it was really good and we didn't feel miserable after. I almost got there. Uh-huh. I was getting a little bit of a migraine, but I think those were from the margaritas. Oh, you should tell everybody about that terrible drink you had before. Oh, okay. So we went to this <laughs> restaurant. It's like a bar called The Blue Cow. And it's right in the art district area. Isn't it in the art district? I think so. It was next to that. The, the Broad? The Broad Museum. Um, so we went there and everyone's drinking these pink drinks so like at every table someone had this like beautiful pink drink and it's called the prickly pear and so i was like oh my god like i want that it's so pretty really i just wanted to instagram it so the waiter was like well it's kind of a smoky flavor you gotta like it and it's called mezcal tequila is that what it was mezcal or something is it so it was a tequila that it's had a the, specific type of tequila it was like a smoke flavored infused tequila yeah so i anyways and it had jalapeno in it and it was this like bright like fuchsia so anyways they bring it to the table and they and he's like let me know if you like it like everyone kind of did this face so i was like okay i'll try it so um tried it and it is or it was just terrible it was terrible 
Well, it, it's... I mean, it... I mean, I don't know how people like it anyway, but, like, the, like the drink looked amazing, like, the color and everything. So you're thinking it's going to be fruity and sweet. But and she then, did say it wasn't going to be fruity. Oh. Even, like... Even but it, it was that, called prickly pear. It didn't taste like a pear. It didn't taste like the jalapeno. Honestly, it tasted like acid going going down my throat. It tasted like resin. Resin. You know, like on the bottom of like when you scrape out like a. Your pothead. <laughs> when you. Who takes that? I mean, that's like a that's a poor pothead when they have no more weed. It's, it's called perfect. college. Ooh, that's what it tastes like. You. That's what it tastes like. Disgusting. It, it was. It was like chemicals. Trash. That's what I call garbage. It. But other than that, the the other drinks. Were, I mean, margarita. Oh, and we did have uh, we did had an appetizer. It was those, the um, chicken flautas. Do you notice that every restaurant we go to that's not even Mexican, we still order Mexican food? Yeah, we basically. We love Mexican. We food. love Mexican food. Even when we're desperate and we have to eat bad Mexican food, but actually it was pretty good. Hmm. Um, well. Yeah. So what is uh what's tea time? That's your new. Was that tea time? Yeah, it's tea time. So it's like for gossip and things that are on your mind. Okay, is that now? Yeah, we can do that now. Okay. So, welcome to the new segment called Tea Time! <laughs> okay. So, I don't have any, like, gossip. I was thinking, like, celebrity gossip. Oh, celebrity gossip? I can bring some up. Okay. Um, let's see. Celebrity gossip. Oh, I think they caught ex ex extentacion's killers. Thank goodness. Uh, or yeah, they caught like a few of those guys. But um, other than that, um, they really. I mean, I'm not. I don't look for all that stuff. I mean, I don't have anything. You're what all about? about it. I I am for the most part. Let's talk about some fashion trends that are that are happening right now. Okay. Um, I'll start with this one. Um, and I kind of want to get on board with it, but I think you're not really into it. Fanny packs. <sighs> I want a freaking fanny pack. I know. You tried to buy one today. I did. It was a Herschel one. It was adorable. And they had them in like five different colors. And I was about to buy it. And he kept doing this like weird pained face. So I left it. I don't mind that you get it, but we're going to go meet a celebrity friend today. And you're gonna, I'm not going to let you wear that fanny pack. In Fine. Front. Then you're going to hold my lipstick and you're going to hold my ID and you're going to hold my cash in your wallet. Okay. I'd rather hold that. It's just. Fine. I hold your ID and your debit card all the time. But you don't like holding my lipstick. What? Yeah. I, I always have to figure offered. out a place. Really? So, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a lipstick. Okay. So but I hate having a purse. Like, so Daniel pretty much holds everything in his pockets for me. So. I was thinking I could do a fanny pack. I mean, the, the Kardashians do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So something that's also been on my mind since we're going out tonight. Um, by the way, if you didn't join us for our last podcast, tonight we are going to see Bear Grylls, a DJ that wears a bear head with a glowing mouth, tonight here in L.A. And... I don't know how to dress. Yeah, you do. Well, okay, here's the thing. I wear a life uniform, meaning I wear, I, if I see a shirt that's black and I like it, I buy five of them. If I see pants that I like it, I buy multiple. 
Just the other day I went to the store. I found pants that I liked and that fit me really nice. My ass looks good. I bought two pairs. So I basically just get up in the morning. I grab a shirt and I put on pants and I wear the same thing all week. But it's just different black shirts, different jeans. So it's hard for me to kind of step out and dress different. Because it's so easy. Yeah, but... This show is like a dubstep concert, so everybody just dresses however they want. There's going to be people that dress with their life uniform. There's going to be people that are just wearing plain t-shirts. There's going to be people wearing no t-shirts. There's going to be, like, girls well, in bikinis and weird, like, net. The last... Stuff. I would do that. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Oh, crap. But I will wear jeans, my Converse... And I'm mixing it up with the shirt, guys. I'm wearing a black shirt, but on the sleeves, it has two white stripes on each sleeve. <laughs> I'm mixing it up, as opposed to just my plain black t-shirt. And I'm wearing um, this shirt that Christina... I bought it, because it's so cute. It has a little cat in the pocket. And when you pull the, the, the pocket down, the cat's flipping you off. Adorable. It's one of those... Uh, Rip and dip. Is it a rip and dip shirt or rip something? and dip? Yeah, rip and dip. Check Adorable. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's tea time. That's what's on my mind. Okay. That rhymes. Cool. Next segment. Sure. Oh, okay. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> okay, so this is where we can talk about. Guilty pleasure people you follow on social. Like, who would you not want people to know you follow their Insta stories, their feed, whatever it may be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, go for it. I don't, I'm going to have to think about mine. Okay. Um, I do follow all the Kardashians, but I think a lot of people do. Uh, the one that I'm embarrassed to admit, and I've admitted it to two people so far, is I follow Farah Abraham's daughter, Sophia Abraham. She's kind of a little gremlin child. She does musically posts, and I think they're kind of funny. Um, and I just can't believe how much makeup she wears. So I do follow her. What about okay. you? And I, oh, I also follow the Cincinnati Zoo just because I love Fiona the hippo. So if you haven't seen Fiona, like, Cincinnati Zoo has been posting her story for the last, she just celebrated her one-year birthday, like, a few months ago. So for the, like, last year and a half, they've been following Fiona. And it's adorable. Hippos are one of my favorite animals. Well, I think I just like cartoon hippos because they're cute. The real hippos are kind of scary. But Fiona's cute. Hmm. Um, I don't really follow anybody. I mean, I follow, like, like EDM DJs because I like to see, like, the awesome crowds that they play in front of and, and whatnot. Um, I follow, like, one of my fans who's always covering my band's music, which is pretty cool. He's, it's, so it's oh, always, he's cute. He's yeah. al- it's always funny to see him, um, to see him, like, covering my songs in his car or something mm-hmm. and uh it's just i don't know it's, it's kind of cool but it's it's also really entertaining mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny like if you catch 
it, like if he's like live streaming on Instagram and I tune in and like he freaks the hell out like oh my god mm-hmm. I'm like it's just weird even he even freaked out when you were like yeah. checking him out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was like it was during finals so I was like study hard um, I do follow your hashtag one shot thrill oh yeah I follow the hashtag cause like there's like random people that like hashtag the band and I like to see what they post. It's really cool to say, like, oh, this is saving my life. I'm like, wow, I live with him. So it's really, like, I do follow that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really have, like, a specific, I mean, what is it, mm-hmm. Farrah's daughter you follow? That's, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I do follow her. Yeah, I follow I, her. You've shown me a couple of her posts. I'm like, that kid's going to end up terrible just like her mom. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. God, I tried it. I can't like Farah. I don't. I just can't. There's something wrong with her, and I'm pretty sure Sophia killed her dog. Did you hear about that? No. Okay, so they had this little dog named Blue. It's like a little, like, Pomeranian-looking dog, and they had him for five years. And then, they like, Farah posted this. Um, I guess this could be tea time, like gossip. Farah posted this one and a half minute video of her and Sophia crying at the vet because the dog was dead. And then Sophia posted prior to that that um, she had tossed the dog outside and 30 seconds later, it had no heartbeat. So she didn't just talk. She chucked that little guy. I think she chucked the little guy. She probably punted him like. Mm-hmm. And she, and it was weird because she said, my only choice was to toss him outside. Like, what was he doing? Like, shitting everywhere? You can clean that up. Murder. I, uh-huh. She, something's wrong with them. Jesus. I don't know. And Farrah is looking more and more like Michael Jackson. She's nasty. She's gross. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch her video? No. Me either. Which one? have to whisper oh. i watched her music video when she tried to sing and she almost she killed. has a music video yes I th- wait is it her hold her on her mom did one you keep talking while i look this up her mom did one her mom did a music yes. video yes no, deb did one. Oh my god no there's a pharaoh music video and it was all auto-tune <laughs> everyone tries to do music videos no, nowadays it was like ridiculous and she had like a producer was it like kim zolziak toddy for the potty it was bad like that oh, oh here it is <laughs> No, she didn't. Let me see this. Let me see. Okay. The next thing you need to look up. Blowin'? That's the name of the song? Okay, she has... She's carrying Sophia. I think this is a... Don't put it that close. You're going to hurt her listeners' ears. Oh, Jesus. The music video. I think this is newer. She's putting her Twitter screenshot on it. She's doing duck face. What? They need to do, like, the dub of, like, the other words. Subtitles. This is garbage. I can't watch it. Okay, look up Janelle singing to Kesha. She did a video, and it's so, so bad. This is... Yeah. What's her last name? Janelle Evans. Oh. Okay. She did this one, that one. <laughs> so we're watching Janelle Evans from Teen Mom. She's dancing. 
This is when she was a teenager. So ugly. What the hell? Is... Oh, oh lord. There's gonna be one minute I'm never gonna get back in my life. <laughs> so, anyways, anyway, I think I guess that I'm, concludes. I'm busting that my thing. ass my whole life, putting out quality music, connecting with real fans, and then these dumb biatches. Okay, so put since auto tune crap and like get like millions of views. I mean, it's a train wreck. People want to see that. But hold on. Since we've alluded to what you do, I think we should share with our listeners briefly, Daniel. <laughs> I don't, what I, you I don't do. like talking about myself. Oh, come on. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Did I talk about so, myself the last time? I cut you off at the end of it. <laughs> okay, guys. So, um, Daniel's my husband, as you know. And share a little bit about what you do for a living. Um, I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. I currently produce music and a, I perform in a band called One Shot Thrill. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, I want to say, a fusion of uh, hard rock and EDM. Like different types of EDM. Like, okay. you know, dubstep trap and so think of like a a a modern lincoln park you know like where they were fusing different genres but um i want to say we have our own style with the edm stuff a lot of people say they make the comparison to lincoln park with your music i don't see it maybe it's because it's because of the rapping yeah but you you and mike shinoda nothing alike i don't like mike shinoda sorry guys and this breaks daniel's heart but i don't like him i don't like how he sounds and i don't i think you're better than him (laughs) i do like if you if you listen to his recent album that just came out Uh it's it's kind of subpar it's i'll be honest i'm a big lincoln park mike shinoda fan and I wasn't really feeling it that much. Only like a couple of songs that connected were like the ones about Chester, but other than that, like some of them, I was the one just, with grandfather. That one was cool. Yeah. One, I like that Grand, one. Name's not grandfather. It's what is gran- it? Grandson. Oh, gra- <laughs> these stupid names these people have. Okay, grandson, and I think there's a period in there somewhere. Grandson, not grandfather. Anyway, <laughs> oopsie. Um, yeah, I was was disappointed a little bit with that album because I have you ever heard Fort Minor? It was, like, yeah. his solo stuff, but he's the one that's saying that, where'd you go? Mm-hmm. That song. Wait, we were talking about you, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, so I you're, don't talk about myself. Uh-huh. You're a producer. You're in a band called One Shot Thrill. And what do you do? What is your role in that band? Uh, vocalist. So, and when I say vocalist, I, I say vocalist because I do multiple things. So, like, people at work like to just think that I just scream and stuff like that, but... If they listen to my music, they will know that I don't just scream. So, real quick, back in the day, I started off in a metal band, hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. So, all my music was, like, screaming, and it was metal. Um, and then over time, collaborating with my friend Rob, who's now in the band with me, we we just always, like, fused different styles of music. So, now, I there's rap. So, I rap, scream still a little bit, just a little bit. And 
that's pretty much it. I mean, and then I do all the production, mm -hmm. and then my buddy Rob does like all the clean singing, like the hooks and stuff. So if you listen to our music, I'm the rap slash screamer, and Rob is the vocalist, mm -hmm. the clean singer. I think um, sometimes people don't know what it means to be a producer or to produce so just to kind of give perspective like I did music for seven years at, in like ensembles and the way I see it as a producer or what Daniel does anyway is he's like a conductor and he places all of these musical elements and creates musical elements from samples and stuff like that like he makes a sound something like on I don't know, he'll bang a hammer on something and then tweak the sound uh -huh. electronically and then make that an instrument. And so he arranges it like he's actually arranging music. I never understood like what went into it. Like I thought you were just like sitting in front of a computer pushing buttons, which essentially is what you're doing. But like you are a master of music. It's really cool. Oh, well, to see you at work in the beat laboratory, that's what we call the studio um, or we call it the stew. Um, it's really amazing work. Like Thank I, you. yeah, you're welcome. I remember when I first met you, I was like, what is going on? But then I realized like the, the expertise, passion and talent that has to go into it. So if you didn't know what producing means, he says it real nonchalant. I'm a, I produce, but it's really a magical musical experience that goes into it so all if you listen to his music just listen to one track all of the little um sounds and crescendos and day crescendos and the that journey that he takes you through it's all done um pretty much most i mean a lot of it's done by you yeah so um i don't know i think people don't realize what that means yeah they just i i, I think that's the thing with music especially like people that are fans that are that listen to music is they don't like i mean i i honestly i want them to enjoy this the song and not really care about that stuff but yeah i mean they hear a three minute song but they don't realize that there's like 30 days worth of work mm -hmm. into that one mm -hmm. song, three mm -hmm. minute song so yep but, so well thank you yeah. for sharing yeah Aww. yeah you can um, check out my new ep Mm -hmm. um, it is on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, we also have a new music video called In Vain. You can check it out. It's directed by my good friend Dylan Novak. Um, and then it's also produced. We actually worked with the producer, and he um, definitely did an amazing job. Uh, Chris Crummett, he does uh, some awesome chart-topping bands. Like, like one of my favorites, Issues and Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, our EP just came out. Hit uh, what did we hit in the top iTunes? Chart? Forty-eight. Forty-six. Forty-six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to hit number one, but you know I couldn't beat. Your uh, top fifty in the hot new. I know, not anymore though. iTunes. First, well, first few weeks. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, check it out. Um, yeah. Thanks. So, uh, what's the next topic? Yeah. So, the next segment is called "What's on Your Screen." So what we're going to talk about is what are you playing? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What's on your screen? Hmm. So you starting with me? I'll start with you because I know what you've been playing. Okay. I'm a big nerd. Um, so I've been playing a game called Mega Man X. Mm -hmm. It's a old Nintendo, Super Nintendo game. Um, it's amazing. You're this little man and 
You're shooting. Not little... just any man. You're like a little. You're a mega man. You're a mega man, <laughs> and you look kind of like a a chubby transformer that's tiny. Not chubby. Well, he's like rounded. Like all well, of his edges I guess are the round. Original version, yeah. The, I've been so playing cute. Mega Man X. He looks like a badass, and uh, you go through each like eight stages, and at the end of the stage, you fight like a boss that's associated with like an animal or something. So you, or like um, some weird object. Like you fight this guy named um, what's his name? Like Cutman, for example, and he his head looks like scissors. I don't know what any of this means, but, but yeah. someone does, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, probably mostly males that mm. played Nintendo back in the day. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just uh, came out with the collection, so I get to relive all those memories. Um, so that's the video game that I'm playing right now. What, what are you me? playing it on? Oh, I'm playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. So I'll be playing it late, maybe tomorrow or later tonight because mm -hmm. I brought it with me. Oh, <laughs> we actually bought the Switch for ourselves as a wedding present. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he uses it mostly. Oh, please. <laughs> but as soon as Pokemon comes out, I'll be all over that. I might need my own. It's true. So what I've been playing, speaking of Pokemon, uh, that's my go-to game on my phone. I love it. She's addicted to Pokemon. Like, we'll be, like, hanging out somewhere, going for a walk, and then all of a sudden she's catching a Pikachu or something. Well, I mean... Oh, tomorrow a new challenge or a new, um, like, uh, event starts tomorrow. Shh, they're going to know we're nerds. I'm a total nerd, guys. We're like, cool nerds, though. It's true. Yeah. I like to say we're cool nerds because... It makes me feel better? No. <laughs> I mean, you dress cool, you look cool. My life uniform? You're beautiful. You play video games. <laughs> You're hot. cute. And, I mean, I'm in a band and I can nerd out at the same time. And yeah. You, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then what was the next oh, one? Oh, what are well? Okay. What are you re reading? I honestly, I don't read anything. You should read. I don't have time for it. There's always time. No, there's no time. Right now, I am reading a John Grisham book. You are? Yeah. It's hmm. called The Street Lawyer. Um, John Grisham. I like his style of writing. It's kind of simple and descriptive. And it takes you through, you know, the story really well. So I'm reading that. It's about a young lawyer who is working in a major law firm. I mean, million dollar cases. And he, uh, one day a gunman comes in and takes ho hostage like a bunch of people in the boardroom. And after that, he's like, what am I doing in this major firm? And he starts to realize that this man just he was a homeless man that was evicted from squatting in this um in this building and so he kind of starts to uncover a little bit more about this major case that his firm is working on and he ends up going on a sabbatical and leaving the firm for a year he gets a divorce and then he starts working as a street lawyer basically um working for the homeless and people that are really disenfranchised in new york and that's kind of like near and dear to my heart because I worked with like homeless veterans and uh, stuff like and that. And you also have that law background. Why don't you tell everyone how smart you are while we're talking about it? Oh, geez. Okay, so um, I. She's a doctor of law. I am. I do have my Juris Doctorate. <laughs> I did graduate from law school. No, I'm not a practicing attorney. 
Um, but I do have two degrees, and uh, I guess why this book really like speaks to me is because this guy, although he's a practicing attorney, he realizes that what he's doing, mm-hmm. he's not passionate about. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, um, almost six years ago, I I wanted to do something I was passionate about, and that is um, not in law. And so I I'm not going to talk about what I do for work, but it's it's not anywhere in that vein, but I do have that background. I was passionate about it while I was in law school and while I did a lot of pro bono work and stuff like that. Um, but now I am working somewhere else and I enjoy every single day. Cool. And it feels like it's not even work. So I'm, I'm living my best life. You are? Yeah. That's cool. But I, I, my mom calls me JD because <laughs> Jira's doctorate terrible anyways do what you're passionate about and you will be very very happy okay okay thanks for asking yeah what are you listening to right now i am listening to nova which is rl grimes latest release i love 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 rl grimes what rl grime oh grime whatever like him edit that out (laughs) You're a jerk. <laughs> we just kissed and we tried not to make noise. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. What are you listening to? Let me guess. Well, that too, because we were driving in the same Bearhead? <laughs> um, Bear Grylls came out with a new song um, yesterday on Insomniac Records. Pretty cool. Pretty cool song. Still waiting for, you know, one of his newer songs future releases that no one's heard yet future collab um no one's supposed to know that now all 50 of my listeners will they don't know. know what we're talking about okay should i mean should i say something no okay. on another episode ne- next episode bearhead <laughs> <laughs> um i'm mm. listening to actually i'm listening to rl grimes Grimes. Okay. R.L. Grime. Nova. Yeah, it's a good album. Um, it's been like three years since he's come out with music. I think I had S's on everything. Anyways, R.L. Grimes. Yeah. I'm Mexican. Because, yeah, that's what it is. Damn it. Salinas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Movie review time. Movie review. <laughs> I'm going to do that for every segment. Okay. Okay. What are we, what are we reviewing? We promised Rocky... One through Apollo. Uh, do we want to do that? No. Okay. What do we want to do? We, do, we can do, um, I made you watch Untamed Heart. Let's do it. Okay. So, let's throw our score out and then we'll talk about well, what we No, we'll, we'll do the rating system. What's the rating Remember system? one through five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we will be rating movies on a one through five scale of bok choys. So, I, now that you know where my name came from, I'll give it that's how we're rating the movies so i'll give one bok choy two bok choy five bok choys is the best okay so okay how many bok choy and this is untamed heart with um it's an i think 80s 90s movie uh-huh. with christian slater by the way i never knew who christian slater was oh god before this movie he's such a badass christian slater and um god i can't think of her name but some she's mousy done. girl marissa is it marissa tomei is that her name let me look this it's up. really you're asking me okay look it up and come back come back to that so i will rate 
untamed heart, four and a half baby bok choys. Oh, almost perfect. It was... Oh, yeah, it is Marissa Tomei. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so untamed heart with Christian Slater and... What is her name? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. It's about a woman who feels underappreciated and overwhelmed with life, maybe. And she's a waitress. She works with this guy, Christian Slater, who's, to me, he appeared to be a bit slow and he's just quiet and he's like, like nonverbal. I mean, I thought he was somewhere on, you know, I don't know. He's nonverbal, very quiet. Uh, and so she's walking home one night after being harassed in her, at her work. And she's walking through a park late at night and she is assaulted by two men and they almost rape her. And then Christian Slater comes out of nowhere and knocks the guys out basically beats the shit out of them and then walks her home that carries her home because she's like knocked out she hit her head on the floor and then the next scene is her waking up on her um like porch and then he just runs away all all (laughs) weird and then anyways anyway sorry no s they end up creating uh, they start building a friendship and then they fall in love and it's just such a really pretty story how she meets him where he's at like emotionally i guess and you see like i thought it was really well written and well played out and great acting from both of them and spoiler alert it's like the saddest movie oh ever. my god okay so everything's good it's like Should wow there yeah, hey, if you haven't seen it, it's out there. There's really no spoiler alerts for a super old-ass movie. The guy dies in the car. Like, after a hockey game, he catches a puck. It's a great a great day on his birthday. And it's because then, he has heart problems. Yeah, he had a baboon heart. Just go watch it. You'll understand. So, anyways, he freaking dies, and I cried like a freaking baby. So good. Four and a half baby bok choys, untamed heart. Thanks for the recommendation. You're welcome. I'm going to give it about the same. About yeah. The same, yeah, okay. So, I, everything you said matched. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Good movie. Good movie. Oh, yeah. When I'm really into something, I go, mm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like when you eat something good. Mm. Mm. Speaking of eating, where are we going tonight? Um, we are going to this place called 82. Um, never been there, but it is a bar slash... Arcade. Yes, arcade. So there's a bunch of pinball machines, arcade cabinets. And? Drinks and Street Fighter 2, which is one of my favorite games. And I'm going to kick everybody's ass there. And they're going to have it on a big screen. I'm going to be nerding out and getting my drink on and eating. I'm not, I'm not going to eat that much. shouldn't eat that much. Huh? No, I'm not going to eat that much. Well, I'll drink. I mean, I'm going to be like, okay, what's your tipsy level that you're going to get? Because last time you threw up. Well. He threw up right outside the venue. Well, it's because there was a lot of free alcohol. That's the scary part about being on the guest list. When your barehead friend gets you in VIP. And he says, have whatever you want. And there's just a crap load of 
See, that's the problem. Uh, this is what college taught me. Know your limit. I know, but see, Rob, he, like, poured tequila, vodka. I like, drink as much as you. He mi- No, he mixed all of the drinks in one, like tequila, vodka, and, like, whiskey or something and with punch. Oh, my God. Whiskey? Take it. Whiskey is terrible for and me. And then instantly after we, I, I drank it. He threw up everywhere. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Okay. A little. But... And I didn't really eat before. That was a problem, too. And it was, you know a, what and it was is? the smoke. No, you know what it, it is? Was people smoking. The smoke was terrible. I don't know why they let people smoke there. But I think it was because you drank beer. Oh, did I drink beer you before? Drink, we, went to the, we went to Angel City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's so why. I'm going to, like, be more chill this time. Like, But I do want to be comfortable. Cause then I, I'm going to give you, like, a stop word. Because I always get nervous, like, around people, like, celebrity-type people. So. I, I think something's wrong with me because, like, I just look at people and I'm like, you shit too. I know, but like, I... Like, nobody's wiping your ass. So I don't... I mean, they're just people. Anxiety. Anxiety. I do get anxiety. Too. I'm like, you know, I end up meeting somebody cool or like a musician that's You big. know what book you need to read? What? Don't Feed the Monkey Mind. God. It has helped me through life. If, if any of you suffer from, like like mild to severe anxiety don't feed the monkey mind is a fantastic book if you can't read not not that you are illiterate but if if reading's not your thing get the audiobook because it helps you work through any type of anxiety and i think that's helped me a lot so you should probably read it okay sure i don't read but sure i said an audiobook jesus <laughs> <laughs> so anyways thank you for listening this way anyway. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we will come back to you next podcast. And we are going to end this podcast um, with uh, a clip of my latest single, In Vain. You can check it out. <laughs> Jesus. What? We talked about it. People probably want to know what we sound like. So please take a listen as we... Are we going to play the whole song? Play the whole damn song. Sure. Okay. Will it get cut off of podcasts? That depends if I go after you for royalties. You babe. <laughs> okay. No, did you sign up for mechanical royalties? I don't remember. No don't one know. needs to know about that. Shh. All right, guys. Next up, we'll be hearing the number one hit single, You Do. It's not you do. Oh, fuck. What is it? Oh, we could play that one. Should we play that one? What? You do, because it's like the proposal song, is what I call it. All right. I wrote this song about. Christina and so did and Rob wrote it about his Christina we're all Christina's yeah that's a fun fact I'm with the Christina my bassist slash guitarist is with a Christina mm-hmm. and my singer guitarist is with the Christina isn't that weird it's the three Christinas that's weird but Rob's Christina goes by Christy Frank's Christina goes by Christina, but it's C-R-I-S, and then I have the H, C-H-R-I-S. So, anyways, next up, you're going to be listening to One Shot Thrill, You Do. (laughs) You do.
back But the pain surrounds me, it comes right back I try to hold on to the ones I love most I get lost fast, sometimes I lose hope I'm done losing out, better never let me go I'm done holding out for the rest of the world When you're right here in front of me You are my everything, don't you get up I've on me I've been coming down, I've been coming down Somehow it feels a little different with you Another round, I can't live without That's how I know, that's how I know Nobody gets me like you do, you I've been coming down, I've been coming down Somehow it feels a 